Welcome to episode 14 of the What If Video Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking to my friend Christy Neal. And if you know her, you love her. And I just cannot wait for you all to hear her incredible testimony. Today we're talking about who could you be if your past did not define you. Christy's testimony is one of the most incredible testimonies of God's redemption, His mercy, and His grace. And I just pray that, you know, if your past is something that you struggle with, whether it's something that's been done to you or something that you've caused, I pray that today's episode, I just pray that your ears are open and in tune to what God wants to speak to you through Christy's message, um, because there is so much more for you. There is freedom from you. So let this message and her story encourage you today. And here is my conversation with Christy Neal. Christy, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You're so welcome. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I love your story. Mm -hmm. I know you've shared it on Bridges, so I've got to be on the other side, either filming or directing it when you talk with Monica, and it's Mm -hmm. so encouraging. And my heart behind the What If the Video podcast was to have authentic conversations. And I really think that you are one of the most authentic people I love that you boldly share your story. Thank you. And you don't let your past stop you from who God's called you to be. Yes. It's really incredible. Thank you. And it's just so neat to see all of the things that God has done in your life. I appreciate that. I told my daughter this morning before I left, first of all, I was like, okay, pray over me. Like, I'm not scared to ask for prayer for my family, Mm -hmm. but I told her, I was like, I get to go brag on God. And Mm -hmm. that's, I'm always like so humbled and honored to get to do that mm-hmm. uh, because I'm no one special. I'm just that regular girl next door that came from a broken family. And um, I just decided to believe in God's word, D- decided, you know what? I do believe this, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and decided to choose different and stop my stinking thinking. Yes. You know? And that's mm-hmm. your ministry. Yes. Right. Choose different. Choose different. Talk about that for just a minute. Sure. Yeah. So when God called me to tell my story, first mm-hmm. I always say that it wasn't my idea to talk about my worst season. Mm-hmm. So just readers digest. Um, I had an affair mm-hmm. with a man at my church. It was actually, he was actually in my home church group, which is even a smaller group within your church. So everyone knew everyone. Um, our affair lasted uh, about two years. So I lived a double life for two years. Mm-hmm. And when we decided to come out with the truth, both of us told our spouses the exact same evening mm-hmm. um, at the same time. And then it all kind of hit the fan, so yeah. to speak. And so um, long story short, I ended up divorced, single mama on my knees, just drowning in guilt and shame for the first time in my life. Um, I had really lived you know, the, the, all the do-do's as a Christian right. young girl and none of the don't-do's. And I thought I was covered uh, by my performance. I used to call it performance security, yeah. which as we know mm-hmm. is false and right. a lie of the enemy. And so um, I was just crying out for a woman who had done what I'd done, been where I'd been. You know, I was now divorced and realized, my goodness, I, I threw away every blessing God gave me. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were telling me I was ruining my daughter's life, ruining wow. my life. I was suicidal. Um, and so I was just crying out for help. And, and just God whispered to my spirit that that I was her, you were her. Mm. And I was so confused. Um, and I remember just bawling and wailing like, no, I need somebody I to need help her. me. <laughs> right. Like I'm a freaking mess down here. And so God called me shortly after that to write my story. Mm. And so... 
it took me about four years. It wasn't fun to relive all the stupid right. things that I had done in my vortex of sin. That's what I call it. So I was extremely lost. Um, sometimes I would still sleep with this man because in your mind, you you believe you're a whore. You believe you're a loser. You believe right. you deserve all the bad things. Uh, I remember like watching men sometimes and being like, well, might as well sleep with him. Like, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. You know, you just start right. feeling terrible. Mm-hmm. So one day I was at my little kitchen table and I was reading the word and Romans eight eleven kind of left off the pages and it said the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Mm-hmm. And I remember just kind of reading, you know, briefly reading over yeah. it. And then I was like, wait a minute. And I went back and I read it again. And I was like, if I really believe this, if I really believe the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, like this guy was dead and then he's alive. Right. And that's in me mm-hmm. as a believer. Then how can I go around hanging my head in shame, mm-hmm. calling myself a loser, believing I'm a whore, still, you know, doing things I shouldn't be doing? Mm-hmm. And I just decided in that moment, I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna choose different. Yeah. I'm gonna choose different. I choose to believe this, and now my actions from here on out need to be different. Was it a perfect journey? No. Did I hit some potholes? Absolutely, right? Yeah. Um, but I remember just getting so fired up because God told me there are thousands like you. I remember him whispering mm-hmm. that to me one day. Wow. And I was just got mad that there were good women like me that loved their families, that loved their children, that just fell into a human flesh sin. Right. But there was no help for us. Yeah. But if you were the man, it was okay, brother, we have tools. It just really, if I can say this, pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. And so I decided, I remember telling the devil, you mess with the wrong little woman. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you can have my first family. Yeah. But I'm going to say thousands upon tens of thousands, upon hundreds of thousands, upon millions, upon tens of millions, upon hundreds of millions of broken families. I'm going to save them in the name of Jesus mm-hmm. and lost souls in the name of Jesus. And I say it to this day, every day, I said it this morning, and I know it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. Yeah but I know it's going to happen. I just got fired up for the right thing. Mm. And sometimes when bad things happen to you or you've done bad things, yeah. you need to get angry at the right, right. person. I need. To, I got angry at the devil, yeah. not God. Yeah. And so I just encourage women. That's a long way around, you know, how I got to choose no, different. Yeah. But that's what it's about. It's, just sim- it's so simple, Ashley. Yeah. It's a simple choice. You just choose Mm -hmm. different. Instead of going this way, I decided to go this way Mm -hmm. because clearly the way I was doing things just landed me in a big old mess. Right. Broken. Right. And pitiful. Right. It was bad. And then I hurt everyone I loved. I hurt the people closest to me, Mm -hmm. which is still hard for me to own, but it happened. Yeah. And so then just the simple change. And, you know, that's what repent means a changing. Of the mind. Right. So choose different is a simple way of saying, just just simply choose different. What if you do it a different way? Right. So that's incredible. Mm, thank you. What you said the word broken, it just kind of like jolted me because I was mm-hmm. sitting in church on Sunday morning and I just felt like the Lord just spoke to me saying like through your brokenness is when you grew the most. Mm-hmm. And that's such a bummer. Because I wish, I'm like, what a bummer. (laughs) I wish I could have just not done that and just grew if I would have just chose different first. Right. You know, but 
what comfort and what grace and what mercy yeah. he shows us. And yeah. we weren't even talking about anything. It, I mean, it was just the most, I'm, I'm always kind of careful, you know, like, and was that me? It was like, people say, was sure. that the pizza? I ate? You know, like that sure. whole thing. But we were talking about something totally different and That's just right. through the brokenness is when he grew me the most. Yeah. And I love That's what good. we're talking about is who could I be if I stopped believing the lie that God can no longer use me because of my past. That's right. That's and, what I heard all the time. Yeah. That I was tainted now. Right. And I loved God so much. Mm-hmm. And so part of my brokenness was I've, I've screwed up beyond repair mm-hmm. and who's, who can I help now? Yeah. You know, and how can God use me now? And that is a lie of the enemy. Yes. That yes. he wants us to think right. that now, because of what we've done, we're no good. Well, that makes no sense. So God knows all. There is no time for God. God wasn't surprised yeah. by my affair. I was surprised. Sure. I could not believe I did those things. Even sitting here today, I cannot believe that was me, you mm-hmm. know. And I was reading in Romans 7 just this morning where it talks about the, the nature of sin and how you know that sin takes over in your life is because you have the desire to do good. Mm-hmm. Your spirit wants to do good. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do good. I wanted to stop my affair, but my sinful nature took over mm-hmm. and the things I hated, I did. Yeah. And like the things says, I wanted to, it's right. right. Yeah. That's right. And so it's so true. Yeah. And so just the awareness that sin only needs a tiny little pinky hold. Yeah. For me, it started with a Mary Kay delivery. Very innocent, mm-hmm. very innocent. I was just trying to make a Mary Kay goal. And then it went to an email, a thank you email. Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. And then it went to a couple of email jokes back and forth, you know, and then all yeah. of a sudden I have this secretive right. uh, email, innocent relationship with someone at church. And mm-hmm. from there we start all running in a group. You know, it's always innocent. No one wakes yeah. up and says, hey, I think I'll have an affair today. Right. Ruin my family. Right. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And so just the fact that God could even take the mess I made, and that was the lie. The, Satan told me, oh, yeah, there's forgiveness for other people, mm-hmm. but you knew better. Yeah. You already believed in God right. and you did it anyway. And just constant condemnation, yes. which that is not from God. That's right that those were just lies, constant. From the second I put my feet on the floor, it was constant. And so I want people to know you can change that. Yes. I am in control of my mind. Yes. Crazy thoughts come and go, but I choose which ones nest. Mm -hmm. And so I learned this 21 day challenge from somewhere I went. It was just a simple network meeting. I was in sales and um, this bubbly blonde pops in who I'm really good friends with her now, uh, <laughs> Michelle Moore. And she oh, teaches. Yeah. Such a good, yes. yeah, bubbly, she I'm like, bubbly who boy. is this? You know, <laughs> what is she going to teach us? And it was so funny because oh. she just taught us this simple 21 day challenge. She's like, write down everything that you say to yourself in your mind, take oh. inventory oh. of the negative self-talk. I had never done that. Yeah. So that on the outside, I was still bubbly, you know, Christy Neal. I was in sales, uh, always confident, but internally, yeah. I was beating myself up on the daily. Yeah. So I started taking inventory. It was really shocking. Filled up the whole front half of this, you know, eight by 11 mm-hmm. sheet of paper, then was filling out the back. And then she's like, okay, time's up. I was still going. Right. And then I thought, oh my stars, this is not good. Right. So... I decided to change that thinking. Yeah. 
Which you can. Yes. Mm-hmm. Negative self-talk is such... I just wrote a blog for a mom's ministry that I'm just a small part of. And mm-hmm. that was one of the things was aff- affirming self-talk. But yes. even just like in my short 20 months of being a mom, like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, what a joyful season and how the enemy has tried to steal it from me. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not enough. I'm not doing a good job. I'm not being a good wife. I'm not doing yeah. this enough. I'm not paying him enough attention. I can't do everything. I mean, it is, it, it, yeah. I have to, for me to stop that, I have to physically speak something out loud yeah. because when I physically speak something out loud, something affirming, something that's true, that's right. it stops that. Yep. If I just try and think about something else, like for me, it's just still not enough. Like I have yep. to be like, okay, I'm thinking this, but I'm going to also speak it. Yeah. I'm speaking so life over myself. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what I had to do is she taught us like for every negative, we would write the opposing, what she called mm-hmm. a true positive self-beliefs. And this is what I teach women that I mentor now. Mm-hmm. And then you tear up this list and you have your new list. You put it in front of yourself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You say your list out loud to yourself as you look yourself in the eyes. It's all Stuart Smalley from Mm -hmm. Saturday Night Live. (laughs) But it works. (laughs) And it's funny. I did the challenge to prove her wrong. I was like, this is so cheesy. This is never going to work for me. My 35-year-old tape that I've heard my whole life because I came from a broken family. This is not going to work. And what I ended up doing was proving her right. And then it allowed me to write my story. It allowed me to start my ministry. It allowed me to do to be here today. Sure. I would have never changed if I hadn't changed my stinking thinking. Yeah, yeah. And it starts there. It does. And you can speak the promises of God, or you can speak, "I am more than enough." That's mm-hmm. one of my. You know, I'm perfectly imperfect like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I had issues with mom. My mom really coming down on me hard because she had experienced being cheated on in her previous mm-hmm. marriages. And so it was really hard for her what I had done. And I felt the devil told me she didn't love me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had to speak over myself. My mom loves me unconditionally, even though it may be hard for her to show it. Right. And that was the truth. Yes. And just like you said, hearing yourself say those things, mm-hmm. I thought I was a terrible mom. So I would say, I am an awesome mom. Yeah. I'm going to be a fantastic wife again one day. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you believe it at first. It's okay to start Absolutely out not. being like, uh, yeah, right. But right. then over time, you yeah. you do believe it because you're hearing yourself right. say it. And I've taught my daughter how to do that. And mm-hmm. it's literally changed her life. Yes. She's so confident. Because if you're skin. not saying that, you're saying the other. Yes. So you're going to believe one or the two. That's right. I mean, I don't know about you, but my mind is constantly going, Mm -hmm. constantly. And then I do, like you're saying, the stinking thinking. Sometimes I just sit and I'm like, what in the world am I thinking about right now? Like, what is happening? I'm thinking all of these thoughts. Like Mm -hmm. I've recently been just struggling, like I said, with some like health things and it's caused Mm -hmm. a lot of anxiety. And so like, I'm like, I'm going to die. Like, you know, like, and then it's like, God's like, no, I came to give you life. Like yeah. you're going to live and you're not going to die. And yeah. once I start speaking those things over myself, it's like, okay, calm down. That's right. <laughs> you know, like That's calm right. down. God is my peace. Yes. He's my healer. Like we know all of those things. Yeah. But sometimes for me, knowing them is not enough. I have to speak them out loud yeah. over myself too. That's true. You know, and God says in here, like we have to speak life. The, mm-hmm. the power of life is in our tongue. Mm-hmm. Death and life is in our tongue. You so know? true. So true. It's so important. Yeah, I've lived it. Yeah. I will go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that sometimes 
you're the only person that can motivate you. Yeah. Meaning if you have made so many bad choices mm -hmm. over and over and over and over and your people have given up on you, mm -hmm. sometime, and you've given up on you, mm -hmm. you can decide, you know what? I'm going to motivate myself. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to choose different and I'm going to speak life over myself. And I spent a lot of time on a counselor's couch and I was finally like, you know what? I'm going to get off this couch mm -hmm. and I'm going to motivate myself. Right. And you do it through your words. Yeah. And, and anyone can do it. Right. Anyone. Yes. And you think about a child that's raised being told they're a loser mm -hmm. versus a child that's raised being told they're a leader mm -hmm. and a winner and yeah. they're going to make a difference in the world and watch which one flourishes. Yeah. And so you can be that spiritual parent, I guess, to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was raised in the church, but we were never taught. I was raised very conservatively um, in the Church of Christ. We were never taught the power of God's Word right, right. when we speak God's Word. Yeah. And someone said to me recently, people will pray, God, if this be your will. Mm -hmm. And I was, I don't pray that anymore. Mm -hmm. But what I do pray is I pray God's words, His words, because if I'm agreeing with His words, those are His promises, that is his will mm -hmm. for me. Just mm -hmm. like you said, I want you to have abundant life, right? right? Through right. Jesus stripes, I was healed. Right. It's already done. And so that made so much sense to me. Oh, okay. So if I pray God's promises that are in his word, mm -hmm. I am praying his will. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and so just like in Matthew, where it talks about if you have faith of the mustard seed, you know, you can move a mountain. And it's all on our faith. Right. And faith is activated, in my opinion, by spending time in the Word. Yeah. I finally had to just stop sitting in a pew. Right. I always say, you know, if I stick my head in an oven, that doesn't make me a biscuit. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. So if yes. I just go to yes. church and just sit there and yes. I'm always absorbing, that doesn't make me a Christian. That doesn't right. give me a relationship, a life-changing relationship with Jesus. Right. It's me prioritizing my time. And so something that's really helped me, Ashley, is the power of 15. That's where I started because it can be overwhelming. Where do I go in the Bible? Oh, yeah. You know, the, I don't understand the Bible. This was me. You know, I didn't like reading the Bible because it made me feel stupid. I didn't understand. Right. It. So I started with the power of 15, meaning I sang praise songs for mm -hmm. five minutes. I'm talking basic stuff. Jesus loves me. Rise and shine. You know, simple <laughs> things. Right. But put a smile on the face. Yeah. And then I spend five minutes um, praying mm -hmm. over my day and then five minutes reading the word. But then I would always ask God in my prayer, God, give me your wisdom to understand what I'm reading. Yeah. Speak to me where I am now. And it's a living word. So it's going to speak something different to you every it time is. you go to yes. it. Yes. And yeah. so of course I spend more time now within than 15 minutes, mm -hmm. but that was my, my baby step. So even right. though I had been raised in church my whole life, I was still a baby Christian because I hadn't been spending quality right. time with him, um, you know, every day. Yeah. So. Yes. The maturing process mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. And yep. I think that once we start doing that and then speaking it, that's when our actions fall in. Do you know yep. what I mean? It's, it's one that's thing true. just to kind of pull yourself up by the boots and keep going and just press on and press on and press on. And I mm -hmm. feel like I've done that so many times. Like you mm -hmm. were saying, like, I'm just pressing through. This is the right thing to do. I'm checking this box. I'm checking this box. I'm checking this box. But there is no like relationship there. It was just rules. And yeah. I'm supposed to do this and I'm supposed to do that. And I'm supposed to choose joy and smile yeah. and all of the things. And yeah. and then I was just a broken mess, you know, and, I get it. and that's when 
it comes back to here. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I agree with you. I pray that too. I'm like, God, please show, because I do get frustrated. I'm like, what in the world? And why today is it the day where somebody begot somebody and somebody else begot somebody else? And who, <laughs> what in the world? You know, it's like, God, I really need you to like That's lead funny. me in this. And well, I will say I started in Matthew because yeah. I wanted to know Jesus yes. more. Yeah. And so every time I start, tried to start at the beginning, which I tried to start in Genesis many times. Yeah. By the time I got through Leviticus, I was just like, yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on here. Right. <laughs> so I remember our pastor saying, start with Matthew, mm-hmm. start with the gospel, the, the books and get to know Jesus. Right. That's a much better place to start. Yeah. And so that's what I do. I go yes. from Matthew all the way through. Mm-hmm. And then my husband loves just doing a Proverbs every day because there's mm-hmm. 31 Proverbs. Right. So yes. You, yeah. If you're just a simple man mm-hmm. and you just want wisdom in your life, then get up and, you know, January 1st, Proverbs 1. Right. You know, and he starts it over with yeah. every month. And so it doesn't have to be complicated. Mm-hmm. I think we make it complicated. Absolutely. We do. I read um, something the other day that said, healing and forgiveness is easy for God. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, healing and forgiveness is easy for God. First of all, they're already done. It's, it's, we make it complicated. We think we're so different, which is another tactic of the enemy. He made me feel like I was the only woman that had ever had an affair in a church. That is such a lie. Unfortunately, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of us all over the globe. I mean, hello, church breeds relationship. Mm -hmm. So of course the devil's going to try to twist that and to hurt us. Mm -hmm. And when you are a good little Christian, you don't, you know, you don't care to drink. You don't care to rob people. You don't right. want to murder anybody, but you love people. Mm-hmm. I love people. Yeah. And then even the devil will get in there and twist that. Right. And that's what he did. So yeah. it's just, it's all about prioritizing your time Yeah. and making that choice. It doesn't have to be complicated. Right. Choose different. Choose the power of 15. Choose to take inventory of your negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. Write the opposing. Burn this list over here. You don't need it anymore. And start speaking life over yourself, over your children. Yeah. Uh, it makes such a difference. Yeah, yeah. And I love talking about no longer, the devil can't use me because of my past. And when I read this and I knew your story mm-hmm. from hearing it in the past, but mm-hmm. for me personally, I thought about missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. So God gave me all these open doors and I just didn't do anything with mm-hmm. them. So now he's not going to give me any more. I see. Or there is a season, a really hard season at our church that I was in and I was in such bitterness and such offense. And then we started church shopping around and we finally did have to choose differently. And I went back and I let God heal me through that, which was really hard and not Mm -hmm. fun and hurtful. And Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but like the healing process hurts. Mm -hmm. It's, it is healing, but like you're saying, like going for me and sitting in a place that I just, it hurt me. Um, but letting God heal me through Mm -hmm. that hurt. Um, it was really hard, but I'm so grateful. Yes. I'm so grateful. Yeah. And now we're still there and I had to choose differently. I had to choose to serve. I I prayed and I asked, I said, God, I need, show me where to serve here because I feel lost. I don't know. I don't want to just be a church goer. I want to serve. You call us to do that. Um, he called me to go back to the youth ministry, which I'm not a night person. So I was like, <sighs> and we have Charlie, the tiny baby. So I'm like, really? Like, I don't want to leave my house at six o'clock. That's also, funny. Bobby has to feed him and 
probably can't keep him yeah. alive. You know, like all of those crazy <laughs> things. But it's just, I'm so grateful mm-hmm. that even through that, and that might be a smaller thing. Sure, you know what I mean? But sure. it's still something that... it was that, big to you. It was huge to That's me. Right. It was huge to me because that church right. was a huge part of my life. Yes. And I'm so thankful that it is again. But yeah. like you're saying, like, when you wrote your book, you had to sit in it again mm-hmm. and you had to relive it again. And yeah. it's painful, yeah. but it's worth it. Yeah. And it's a process. I, yes. I, yes. I never so yeah. lie and say, oh, I chose different and boom, my whole life was right. together. Yeah. No, it took me seven years mm-hmm. to me. That's my number one question I get yeah. from women. How long will it take for me to like myself again? Because mm-hmm. I didn't think I would ever like myself again. Sure. And I, I would say that you know, with affairs, people t- t- tend to take them so personally because so many of us have been affected by adultery. I mean, literally, we all know someone. Yeah. Just like cancer, we all know someone yeah. that's been affected by it. Um, if it's not ourselves directly, it's someone in our in our circle. And that's mm-hmm. the same thing with adultery. But no one is out fundraising for adultery or trying to, right. you know, help these people. Yeah. And so for me, I was just like, Lord, if you can take this mess. Mm-hmm that I made and turn it into this beautiful message of hope for others. You can do that with anything. There's nothing too ugly, too shameful, too broken, too hidden, uh, too scary, too horrific that God can't take it and turn it. He's a turner and turn it and use it for his good. I think the key is surrendering it. That's right. I kept trying to figure out how he was going to do this. How are you you going to do it? We can't figure out. We can't think like God. I'm not God. Right. And I just had to release it because I always just knew he was going to heal my first marriage. I just knew it. Yeah. And then when my um, ex got remarried, Mm -hmm. I really went into this season of a little bit of depression because my hope was in the healing of my family. Yes. And so just know that even sometimes when you lose the hope, God has a plan no matter where you land. He does. Yes. He isn't surprised. Right. He is a turner. He will turn it. Yes. It won't happen overnight, but over time, he will. Yeah. You know. Yes. And it wasn't like I diligently was in the Bible every day of my life. No. Yeah. You know, I I put my toe in it, processed yeah. it, you know, went three weeks, put my toe in it, you know, went two weeks. Right. You know, and yeah. now I do it every day. It's yes. a process. Yes. And it's just simple. Don't yes. make it complicated. Yes. Well, I feel like we can go on for a whole nother show. We're already out of time, but thank you so much. You're such an encourager and I just love your story. And I'm so honored that you would share it with us on this podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for coming. We would love to connect with you. Follow us on social media at What If Video Podcast or check out our website by visiting ashleylmcclain.com. You can see what's coming up on What If, submit your What If questions, read Ashley's blog, and so much more. We can't wait to connect with you. The What If Podcast is now on iTunes. Subscribe to our video or audio podcast today and don't miss another episode. Well... Do you feel encouraged, uplifted, filled with hope? I know that I do. What an incredible story. And what a good, gracious, merciful God we serve. Y'all, I'm so thankful 
for the way that God can take any situation, even if it's something like Christy's story that she brought on herself. And look what he has done. He has done exactly what his word says that he's going to do. He has turned it around. What the enemy meant to destroy her, he chose to use for good. And he's going to do that in your situation too. So I hope that you're encouraged and we'll see you next time on the What If Video Podcast.